One of the things that they keep saying in the news is that this is not as bad as the 80s. But the cool little trick they don't tell everybody about is that they changed the way they calculated this. If you manipulate the data, it's not honest. And you guys all know it because you can feel it. Welcome to the Get Real Podcast. Your high-octane boost of full-on reality therapy for personal, business, and investing success with your host, Ron Phillips, because somebody's got to tell it like it is. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Get Real Podcast. Ron and Heather, back at it. Yes. And we got some good stuff for you today. And it's because we got some good stuff coming up for you, and we want to invite you to it. Heather, we're having a masterclass coming up. and. Yeah, we want to make sure everybody has the opportunity to come and learn. We're going to talk about some really cool things. The name of the masterclass, Heather, pretty, I mean, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. How to build wealth through a recession. We are, folks, we are in a recession, if you didn't know it. And I mean, I guess that's debatable. But on this show, not debatable. (laughs) We're in one. Everybody can feel it. Everybody knows it, except for apparently the administration and all the politicians. So Heather thought it'd be a really good idea, and I agree that we should give you a teaser, a teaser of the masterclass, which also happens to be awesome information. I think it's really good to check in with what's happening. And we do that regularly on the podcast, but we're going to do a pretty deep dive. And you'll also have visuals, which <laughs> is really, really helpful when you're trying to explain what's happening and um, talk about some of the more complex um, topics that we're going to dive into, like inflation adjusted numbers and um, things like that. Mm -hmm. But first, before we get into the cool teaser, when is this thing? And because it's going to be three days. I mean, Heather and I are going to show up for three days for a couple hours and do deep dives. So that's right. So we're talking about doing about three 90 minute sessions. So we find that it's really helpful to do a conversation for about an hour and then really just dive into Q&A because (laughs) there's just a lot about a lot of things for us to cover. So it's going to be October 25th, a Tuesday through the 27th, which is a Thursday toward the end of this month, just before Halloween. So, and it's been a little while since we've done this guys and Heather and I really enjoy it. We have a good time doing it. And on the last several we've done, A, they've been very well attended, but B, we had really like people came ready to roll with mm-hmm. questions and they were constantly participating. So we invite you to do that. We invite you to invite your friends. If you were on the last several, don't retire alone and don't retire, you know, with broke people that you have to pay for to so make sure you bring have, all your friends along. Otherwise you're paying for all the trips. Yes. I have a real life example of this. My husband, as many of you know, doesn't work right now and by choice. And he is going to go on this sailing trip to Tahiti. <laughs> and it's in November, so kind of soon. He was trip. so pumped. I know. He was so pumped about it. And it was a double occupancy kind of thing that he had to have a plus one. And I I think I would spend the whole time being seasick. So on the open ocean in a sailboat, I'm like, oh, I don't think that sounds like something that my stomach could tolerate very well. And he'll just take, you know, medication, which I don't do well with. I tried. So long story short, I'm out. So he has been trying to find a friend that would go with him. And everybody's like, well, man, I, I got, I got work. Like, <laughs> And I reminded Doug of this conversation, my husband's Doug, that we've been having here on the podcast of if you don't bring people with you for this ride and this journey, 
then you won't have people who can have the flexibility to do mm-hmm. stuff like that with you. He is going and he's going solo. So he booked his, his uh, trip and he's a little bit bummed, but he's also comfortable with himself to be like, yeah, I'll go. All right. <laughs> call, I'm going to start calling him Gilligan. <laughs> I know. Okay. So uh, only people my age are going to, I know that. Okay. So let's get into this really quick then. So we actually, so if you guys are listening to the podcast, what we are going to do is describe what we're showing. If you are on YouTube and you can see this, then you'll, well, you'll see it and we're going to describe it. So it's double, double dose. Okay. We are going to share some slides because we're going to um, talk about some really cool things. This is a teaser. All right. Again, we are going to talk to you about how to build wealth during recession. And there's some, some key things in here that that we want to talk about. Elephant in the so, room, Heather? Yeah. Interest rates are going up and oh, they're high. Hey, what we've if you seeing. didn't know that, now you do. Heather has informed you. Interest rates are going up, folks. <laughs> and I mean, just this morning, I've already been working on a property that took about two weeks to go under contract due to lots of unforeseen issues. And the cash flow has dropped $150 in those two weeks. In two so, weeks, people. Yep. So it's been volatile. Listen, interest rates are what about seven and a half as we record this today. They I'm I guarantee you they're going over north of eight. They're going to. And you know, on on the meeting in in our masterclass, we'll share with you why. But interest rates are on the rise. Okay. And every point these things go up is about a hundred dollars on a 30-year mortgage, two hundred thousand dollar mortgage with 20% down, every point drops your Cash flow, hundred bucks. Yeah, roughly. Okay, so it's not insignificant every time they go up a point. Okay. Yep. And with with pricing, at least you know, with primary residence type of homes, as those points go up on a very expensive home, the sales, at least here in Salt Lake City, on homes over a million dollars is like literally stagnant. No comps since about June. <sighs> Yeah. Because the rates have gone up and the home, you know, the mortgages are higher. And so one point makes a big difference. So, and we are going to talk about affordability because it's a big, big deal. So, how can you, it's not can you, how can you build wealth during what is going on? And we have interest rates rising. We also have, they're still historically low. I mean, even That's at seven and a half percent, which, which, I mean, which seems unreal because we have been so spoiled now. Did you know that 25% of all mortgages are under 3%? That's just think about that for just a second. 25% of all the mortgages are under 3%. Now, that means those people, why, why would those people sell? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, 25% of the, of the market is not, I mean, they're just not going to put their houses on the market. Why would they? Yeah. That loan is an asset. They're not going to sell that thing unless, they, unless they're forced to. We had interest rates at 7.5% still historically low, what you're looking at right now or not looking at is a chart. And it looks like you guys ever been to Utah and you drive through Utah, Salt Lake County, the mountains just like shoot up at you in your face. So it's, it's not like, it's not like Colorado. I'm, I'm talking, mm-hmm. these things shoot straight up out of the ground. That's what the interest rates did in 1980. I mean, you can go 1980 to 1985. As you're looking at this graph, it looks like the mountains in Utah. Mm-hmm. And then it comes down into like 10%, which is kind of reasonable, I guess, in, in 1990, <laughs> kind of reasonable. <laughs> and then it just continues to go down, 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 
right? And then after the the market crash in 2010, it starts to really drop. I mean, it's like really, really drop off the cliff. And then the lowest rates, probably since Moses was a baby, were this last year when we had rates in the twos. I mean, it's which was psycho. Insane. Yeah. Still historically low. All of you spoiled people out there, they're still historically low. Okay. Yes. Which is beautiful. How did I do describing that chart to all the people on the podcast that, listening? That was this? really good. Shooting up out of the ground was my favorite. It's part. not good at all unless you've been to Utah. But if you have, you know what I'm talking about. If not, just you know, Google some pictures when you get off the road. All right. So then Next, we add, you, oh go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, then we are looking at inflation rates, you know, since the 80s. Because we have been hearing, hey, inflation is, this is like the 80s as far as inflation is concerned. So looking at this graph, it's super interesting to me because I, I haven't, I mean, I was a baby when, when this graph started, I was like born almost. So <laughs> just, just prior. <laughs> so this is whole new territory for me. And I feel like for most people that weren't, you know, maybe fully present and aware of what was happening in the 80s too. This is unprecedented in our lifetimes, right? Even though like we may have been alive for it, maybe we just weren't aware. Maybe teenagers or early 20s and just weren't really caring about what interest rates were doing in inflation. Okay, so I'm going to try really hard to describe this graph now because I did such a bang up job on the other one. This looks like someone who died and then came looks back like to life, yeah, right? As an EKG. <laughs> but it looks like there's two of them, right? So the one on the bottom which is the one that they're currently telling us about, right? One of the things that they keep saying in the news is that this is not as bad as the 80s because we're only at 8.5%. And in the 80s, we were around 15% inflation. But the cool little trick they don't tell everybody about is that, well, they changed the way they calculated this. And you could clearly tell when they changed it because the graph starts to pull apart. Mm -hmm. And... The one that's calculated the way that they calculate it during the 80s is actually higher than it was in the 80s. That's now, amazing. if you manipulate the data and bring it down to eight and a half percent, well, that sounds cool if you're a politician, but it's not honest. Mm -hmm. If you're comparing apples to apples, there's more or less apples, I guess, depending on how you look at inflation today than there was in 1980. Yeah, because it's it, interesting that they changed the way they reported it, Ron, straight after a really big upset in, in inflation, right? They're like, yeah, you know what? Next yeah. time this happens, let's not make it sound as bad. Yeah, <laughs> let's take out stuff that really gets impacted. And you guys all know it because you can feel it, right? Mm -hmm. They can take out food if they want to. Food costs more. They can take out certain commodities that really go up when things get bad. Well, nah, it's not honest. All right. So if you want to calculate it a different way and say it's eight and a half percent right now, that's fine. Let's just be honest when we compare it to 1980, because when you compare it to 1980, it's worse today than it was back then. And it is not getting any better, folks. Okay. So why is that important? We're going to tell you on the masterclass, because this is one of the ways that you can actually use what's happening to beat everybody else who's you know trying to play in markets that really can't contend very well with inflation all right yeah, it's interesting they call it shadow stats ron i've never yeah well and that's a, it's an appropriate name you guys want to look it up it's shadowstats.com 
Go look it up. See it for yeah. yourself. Really interesting. And I, I get a little fired up about the deception of it all. It's so frustrating. So mm. we'll talk about that. <laughs> and then something else we'll talk about too is that most people equate a recession to 2008 and what happened in 2008. And so we assume that real estate is just going to be leveled, right? That it's just going to be pummeled through this recession. And if you look at you know the last four of six recessions, the home prices appreciated through the recession, yep. which it's it, because we experienced 2008 so recently, I think a lot of people, many, many, many of my clients will say that, like, I'm just going to wait. And I'm going to buy when everything falls apart and there's all this mass price reductions in real estate. And it's just a little reminder that that does not always mean there's going to be a reduction in house housing prices or the housing market really being negatively impacted because we're in a recession. Yeah. Now there will be pockets. We'll talk about that. But yeah. national numbers, the way everybody reports, national numbers don't mean as much. What means a lot is where are you buying property? Okay. Which leads That's us right. to affordability. Because nationally, the numbers, I mean, you guys, what you're looking at right now, <laughs> you're looking at right now is more like Denver mountains, right? It just kind of gradually from 2000, this thing starts in about 2006, shows affordability through 2006, 2007, and 2008 when the crash happened. And what happened to affordability on prom, on houses? Mm -hmm. By 2011, what you're seeing is, and, and the higher this goes on the mountain, the more affordable because 100 is the affordability threshold. Anything under 100 is unaffordable. Anything over 100 is very affordable. So back in 2006 and 2007, you know, we were at 70, looks like about 75. And then it kind of went up because rates dropped. I don't know if you guys remember this, but rates dropped, which affects affordability. So not just prices affect affordability, right? Mm -hmm. Interest rates dropped. That made things more affordable, which fueled the construction and everything that happened, right? The overconstruction of properties. And then properties just continued to get more affordable. And why? Well, after 2009, 2010, the banks were dumping them at ridiculous prices. It's not that the interest rates went down anymore. It's because they were dropping the, the values dropped off a cliff. Yeah. But then when they started actually building properties, Things started to get a little bit unaffordable in 2014. They started building properties. Interest rates started coming down dramatically. And then you see things in above the mean line. Basically, for most of the time between 2012 and 2021, and then it falls off a cliff mm -hmm. because the prices go up, 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 up. And then what you have is you have currently over the last several months, you have rates going up and prices really not coming down. So the affordability drops down below where it was in 2006, if you can believe it. Mm -hmm. Okay. So why do we tell you that? Because all that sounds like it's really bad. Well, that's true, but that's national numbers. Now let us show you the difference between national numbers and what a local market looks like. We're just, we just chose Oklahoma City. Oklahoma City right now, when the national number is 70, and again, remember 100, is affordable. Anything over 100 is more affordable. Anything under 100 is less affordable. Okay. When 70 is the mark where we are at right now nationally, Oklahoma City is at 98. Basically, very affordable. Very affordable. So is Oklahoma City going to have the same problem as, I don't know, San Francisco? 
No way. Not even close. Yeah. It's not even close. So you have to look at this. What we're going we're gonna to train you guys to do is to look at the data and where you can go buy assets that will perform and have a better, they just have a better ability to perform long-term. All right. Yes. And so that's kind of a teaser of what we're going to do. There's going to be a lot of data and numbers behind all of it, show you guys how to calculate things and why. And one of the really cool things that you're going to see, I think it's going to blow your mind, is inflation-adjusted numbers. Staggering. Staggering. Yeah, I'm really excited about that. Because we've had a really hard time finding inflation-adjusted numbers. <laughs> but we know they exist, right? So some mathematicians out there and we finally found a really good solution. Yeah. And we'll it. get, we'll, we'll give you guys just a, I mean, I'll give you just a, a little tiny teaser about how this works. When you inflate the dollar, the dollars are worth less money, which means the money that you're paying the bank back is worth less than when you borrowed the money. Now just noodle on that for a little while in between now and the masterclass. And we very much look forward to seeing you there. How do they sign up for and make sure they're present at the masterclass, Heather? Yeah, let's reach out to us at Invest at RPC Invest, and we'll send you a link to the group because there's so many groups with similar names. We want to make sure you're in the right group. So we'll make sure you're added to the correct Facebook group where we're going to be running the group through there. We're going to post a link, that same link. We'll post it in the show notes so you guys can go directly there. And then reach out to us if you have any questions before the masterclass or any suggestions before the masterclass, invest at rpcinvest.com, and we will potentially include them with your name attached to them if you want us to what you ask and why and we'll we'll throw it into the master class look forward to seeing everybody there dates again 25th through the 27th right heather uh 25th to the 27th of october man i so look at me i'm listening and talking same time my teachers do? in How school hated my ability to do that and look at that. It's come in handy. All you teachers out there that were yelling at me before. Look at this. It's come in handy. And on that note, till next time, get out there and make something happen, everybody. We'd love to see you in the class. This has been the Get Real Podcast. To subscribe and for more information, including a list of all episodes, go to getrealestatesuccess.com.